Oi, there we are. We're here. One thing. We're doing it. I don't know what it was. Is. <laughs> I don't know why we're Kiwis all of a sudden. I don't. That would be bad. Went, oh my god. <laughs> that went bad. <laughs> this is already tragical. It. This is already tragical. I felt it. It got bad. <laughs> I would just like to say that Mike Avellino, Harbor and Ball, yeah, the one and only, a great guy all around, 10 out of 10, a five stars, <laughs> named our episode last week because at 11.50 p.m. on Saturday night, I was like, I don't know what to name this episode. This is horrible. I suck at my life. Because normally I'm when I'm editing, I'm like, ooh, that's a good title. So I just picked that title. But I could not pick a title. So Mike, our friend, he named our podcast last week. Yoho, Yoho, podcast life for me. He's a shining star. Thanks, Mike. This podcast would be nothing without him. Thebomb.com. Um, Mike, you get 10 tragical points that can be used towards um, something. Also, I got a message. On the gram. You did. From my friend, Ariana, who I used to work with. She's a sweet angel baby. I'll read it to you. Okay, I'm so, I'm nervy. <laughs> Hi, I enjoyed listening. I'm, this is her voice. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> she has like the most beautiful accent. I'm not even going to try to be as beautiful as her. Oh, no. Hi, I enjoyed listening to your podcast. And since I had nothing else to do, here is a list of blood featured in Disney movies. Oh, good. You ready? I'm so ready. <laughs> It's not going to be a lot. This is my favorite message we've ever gotten. According to a blog, the first time blood appeared in a Disney movie was in Sleeping Beauty, 1959. Who bleeds in Sleeping Beauty? During the slaying of the dragon scene. Maleficent bleeds? Yeah, girl. I don't remember that. They also mention a short film called The Wing Scourge focusing on, did I say, is that a word? Scourge? Yeah. Focusing on blood and mosquitoes, but didn't have much information on that. <laughs> what? Uh, blood is also seen in Hercules when he's dealing with the Cyclops. In Up, when Carl hits the construction worker with his cane. Mulan, before she faints after the avalanche. The Black Cauldron, when Henwin is taken. Yes, that Taren one I did know. has a bloody mouth from the dragons. Yes, that one I did know. Tarzan okay. shows bloody jaguar paw prints in the cabin. True. That one it does. Oh, that one's really sad. Yeah, because it's his parents' blood. Why am I so emo today? I, I think don't it's because it's late and I've been up since like 9 a.m. Yeah, we cried because, watching a TV show earlier. Oh, so. we'll get back to that. Okay. Netflix recommendation following this amazing DM Finding Nemo when Dory hits her, her nose. nose. Okay, that is that one. Yep. Um, I saw a posting about a possible blood splatter scene in Alice in Wonderland scene, but I couldn't find it. There's also an image of Bambi. I also saw a posting about possible blood splatter. Blood splatter. We all know I can't speak. (laughs) It's a good thing I have a podcast. Scene in Alice in Wonderland scene, but I couldn't find it. There's also an image of blood of Bambi next to his bloody mom on the internet, but I didn't see that scene in the movie. Lastly, I watch Bolt and they don't physically show blood on his paw. Yeah, bitch. They don't. (laughs) You fake. She sent me the link. For the blog. So I'll put it in the show notes because I thought it was cool. That's so awesome though. Some of those I do remember. But I, but okay, my, what I was saying was in most of the movies, they don't show blood. Like when freaking Flynn Rider gets yeah. stabbed with a freaking giant jagged piece of glass. For real. Like, you know, they try not to show blood because it's for kids. It's not meant to be like realistic. Should we get like jackets of just like Disney blood? I, I'm for it. I love it. Just like blood splatter on it. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. Coming to the shop soon. Whenever we have a shop, <laughs> <laughs> the imaginary shop where we sell our imaginary merchandise yeah. for our imaginary podcast. We'll get there eventually. Oh, anyway. we have a, we have a real podcast. <laughs> yeah, we do. What's it about? Um, I just want to say one of my 
Oh, I thought was a really good friend of mine at work. Um, I was talking about my podcast. He goes, you have a podcast? And everyone in the office got really quiet and just stared at him. Because, like, even my boss listens to our podcast. Like, oh, my god, My manager is my boss. Like, And everyone just stared and stared at him. And they were like, uh, yeah, she's had it for, like, months now. <laughs> I don't think my coworkers know what a podcast is. No, no I'm just kidding. That's not true. I hope my, I hope my coworkers don't listen to this. But if they do, <laughs> I... Going back to Netflix. Oh my gosh. Kat and I have been watching this show on Netflix. It is about, it's called Dating on the Spectrum, right? That's the name of the show. I think so, yeah. And it's literally about people on the spectrum dating. And we cried. I would just like to say, I don't cry about anything. And I was sobbing. Michael is like, I don't know why my voice keeps cracking. I think it's just because, like, it's so late and I probably have been talking all day. Anyway, Michael. I just, I would die for him. I would do anything for him. He's the sweetest angel in the entire world. His eyes just, he, all, all of his emotion are is in his eyes. Are in his, is in his eyes? Are in his eyes? Correct me, is Grammar Nazi. Eyes. And he is just, I love him so much. And I love the show so much. I just want all of them to... To find their true loves. They're so sweet. I'm obsessed. Yeah, we we definitely both were tearing up at the exact same moment, and it was a lot. It's it's very emotional. It's a really good show. I've thoroughly enjoyed it so far. I think we watched three episodes, and I think I cried 14 times. So it's it's not something to watch if you're in a bad place, but... (laughs) If you need a good cry, um, we suggest either that or Queer Eye. It's like a happy cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 110%. Em- like emotional like it yeah. just really like you feel emotional about like the things they're saying and like what they're talking about and you like really feel for them and oh my god it's so good it it got me good i'm drinking beer and eating those sugar pillsbury pumpkin halloween cookies yeah we don't have our halloween decorations out yet it's gonna happen very soon no yes august is part of summer now so my name is melissa and my name is Kat. And we are tragical. Yeah, we are. What if that was our intro? That, I mean, bad. it's not inaccurate. We are tragical. <laughs> we are tragical. Like, I am tragically magical. Um, Misfits on Maine. Sorry, I'm such a stan. I just love their podcast. But I called and left <laughs> them a voicemail, and they were saying we should do a crossover episode, which I'm totally there for. So I was in my car screaming because CJ said we should do a, a magical or tragical or something like that. I don't remember his exact verbiage, but I was like, oh my gosh, like little knew. does he know. This podcast was almost magical or tragical. I feel like it should be. We should just change it. No, I like tragical. No, no, no. Let's episode 17. Let's (laughs) just change it up. Fuck everything we've done so far. We're starting over, guys. I think we are just tragical. So I'm glad we just nipped it. Just tragical. I feel like every movie is a little bit tragical. So even if it is magical, there's there's some tragical in there. (laughs) I just thought it was really funny that the episode they used my voicemail just also happened to be the episode that they talked about Hamilton which is only tragical and we're gonna move on yeah because I don't we're not so this week we're gonna tell you why sword in the stone is tragical sword in the stone sword sword in in the stone I think I just usually say it fast the sword is in the stone (laughs) like literally yeah it is (laughs) Literally in it. In there. Spoiler alert. The sword. It's in there like swimwear. It's it's in a stone like on an anvil though, right? Or something like that. It's a sword in an anvil on a stone. In the parks, yes. No, in in the movie. No, it was literally just in a stone. I'm Googling images right now. He literally pulled it out of a fucking rock, dude. No. Yes. I want to be right. In the parks, it's in an anvil. Sword in the stone. Why would the sword in the stone not be on the fucking movie cover? It's in a fucking anvil. Oh, okay, it is. Anvil? <laughs> <laughs> the way you just looked at me and shouted that at me. Is it interchangeable? Anvil? 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 Are you anvil? saying it different? <laughs> okay, one is more like a U sound, like anvil, and one is anvil, like Advil, <laughs> an N. I think you're just making shit up at this Anvil. Point. It's an anvil. And we're saying two different things. <laughs> I'm saying anvil and you're saying anvil. How is it spelled? With an I, but... I so it's like, anvil. 
But you said anvil. Anvil, anvil. Exactly. <laughs> no. It's one of those words. You can just say it however you want, I guess. I guess. It's like aunt. You can say aunt or aunt. aunt. It's in an anvil, <laughs> and I win. Nana and a boo boo, stick your head in doo doo. They show it for a half a second and in the movie. I strictly remember thinking that's a fucking anvil. <laughs> I just remember it's like that in the parks. I strictly remember thinking that's a sword in an anvil. Yeah. Not a sword in a stone. Well, also, what are what are anvils made of? Metal, not even stone. I'm upset. I just, I guess, I remember it in the parks being like that. I didn't remember it being like that in the movie. They literally show for half a second. The sword. And sword the is another one of those words. Sword. But, yeah. <laughs> I just this movie. Nope. I already can't say any of the words in it. Sword. When you spell sword, do you say sword in your head? Yeah. It's like it's Wednesday. Like Wednesday. <laughs> yep. This movie opens up. With some forced credits. You're right. Forced credits. Also, I would it's like old. to mention that um, the song that plays, Melissa decided to say that it sounds like Golem's fish song from Lord of the Rings. I was like, okay, we're um, Golem's fish song of in this bitch. Do you know what song I'm talking about? I Yes, where it's he's like, like slapping the fish on the rock while he's about to eat it and he's singing about like pulling its guts out and how he's going to eat it to his tasty fish. I The second you said it, I started singing it in my head. Oh, no. Also, I said Lord in the Rings because we were talking about sword in the stone. <laughs> <laughs> my brain hasn't stopped repeating those words in my head since I said it. So I do know it is Lord of the Rings. But we were talking about sword in the stone. I it's didn't okay. even hear you say that. My anxiety definitely heard it and it keeps playing it in my head on repeat. So. Lord in the Rings. <laughs> there just, in there. He just has ten rings on. Wait, it's like that photo. <laughs> talking about this fucking movie. I, I just swear. put weird minstrel song. But I, I literally... Okay. okay. So yeah, forced credits mm-hmm. and a book. Yeah. Opens. We love a classic. <laughs> We're 20 minutes in and we've cracked. I'm crying. Oh no. Kat's put herself together. <laughs> she had a laughing fit. All right. I think I'm So okay. forced credits to Gollum's fish pool song. <laughs> a book. The book opens. We stand a book. Yeah. I didn't know this one had that. I got so excited. I don't remember what it looked like. It was, it was like brown and then it had, it was like leather, like brown leather. And then it had like jewels all around the side. It literally looked like all the rest of them. Oh, <laughs> true. I mean, honestly. And then it I said this one. they're beautiful. Stone. And um, the king died. Correct? Yeah. That's what the book. Yeah. That's what the book is about. And it's really great because there's this really awful song by like a bard or something and Melissa and I were just staring at each other (laughs) yeah we were just staring at each other like what is this man singing about it was awful we were so ready for those like four minutes to be over moral of the story (laughs) the king died yeah and they didn't have a new one he didn't have any kids there was no one and a sword was put in a anvil yeah but we named the movie sword in the stone and whoever can pull the uh, sword out of the anvil gets to be king? What? Yeah, he didn't have any predecessors. So instead of being smart and being like, okay, so like, how about we do a duel or something really normal to see who the strongest person is and then we'll, that person will be king. Or maybe like a democracy and we can vote. No, they um, put a sword in a magical stone. How did, who put it there? And how did they decide that, okay, um, this sword showed up in this rock overnight, so whoever can grab it is king. Yeah, they didn't really clear that up. They just kind of said... It was just there This is day. the premise of this movie. Deal with it. I need a backstory. Like, was it Merlin? Is that why he knew so much about it? Yeah, I just... I, I need the story behind how the sword got into the stone and why this is deciding. Oh, yeah. This is the part where I tried to take a photo of the inscription on the... <laughs> Of the anvil, and then I couldn't. And then Kat was like, do you want me to rewind it? And I said, no, fuck it. It just was the inscription. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it said, take it out, you king. (laughs) That was the exact quote on it. No king just means that, like, men were just killing each other. Yeah. They they were just like, "Uh, hi, sir. I don't like the way you just looked at me, Merc. What's the name of their kingdom? It's England, right? I mean, London's in England. I know, but it's England, isn't it? Yeah. Because they talk about it later. Yes. When do you think this takes place? 
When is King oh, Arthur? Oh, God. I oh, don't I, oh, know. Spoiler alert. <laughs> King Arthur. <laughs> we don't know who King Arthur is, though, so. Okay, King Arthur. Let me think about this. So we're in castles, no electricity. We are not aware of other places in the world. You know, we're like in our own continent. I'm going to go 490. You're kind of close. So it's not like super specific, everything that I'm finding. Look up like King Arthur. I literally am on his Wikipedia. (laughs) Also, he has a Wikipedia. I mean, Um, he is famous. It says like late... 5th century, early 6th century. Dates that I'm seeing are like 516, 518, 537. Oh my so gosh. You're pretty close. Oh my gosh, I'm a medieval nerd. That's my time. I, I do love some good medieval shit. Me too. Love the Renaissance Festival. Oh my god, that's our favorite shit. It's the best. Uh, the good one got canceled this year. Barf is better. Yeah, I found out my favorite show at... The Renaissance Festival has a TikTok, so I was litty the other day watching all of them. Well, TikTok's going to get banned because China's listening to you and watching you get naked at night. That's fine. Okay, so all the men in England are killing each other. They're looking for a king. It pans to the woods, and there's a wizard, bro, and he's trying to get water. He's complaining about how there's no electricity in the Dark Ages. Because he is time... Sensitive? Okay, so he's complaining that he has to get water like a peasant, and he carries it back to his hut. In his hut, there is lots of books. There's lots of test tubey things. Mm-hmm. And a rude owl. I literally said I like owls, but fuck Archimedes. <laughs> <laughs> like, of all the birds that I don't like, I do like owls. He can talk, though. Yeah, but he's kind of a dick. I, I mean... Think- I guess if I had to deal with Merlin's crazy ass, I would probably be a little rude, too. I think he's just sensitive. Possibly. He's a sensitive boy. I mean, Merlin literally sits there poking at him all the time. I'd be a bitch, too. So he (laughs) is sitting down for tea and has a weird dream about an 11 or 12-year-old boy, which... I haven't seen this movie in a really long time, so I was like, ew. You're a little concerned. I said, Merlin is daydreaming about small boys, question mark. Yikes. Yeah, it was a little weird. He sees the boy in his vision. The boy's name is Wart. A what? That's what I'm going to name my kid. Wart is not a name. It wasn't a name in the 5th century. Well, it's not his name. It's what they call him. I wish someone would try to call me Wart. I'll punch him in the face. He's with a big dopey teenager with red hair and he makes him miss his shot. He's trying to shoot something. He shoots a deer. Vort is on like a tree above him and the tree breaks and he falls onto the dopey, I don't know his name, the dopey teenager kid and he misses a shot and so his arrow goes like flying into the woods, completely missing the deer. So... Uh, Wart goes into a cave because he's trying to prove that he's not afraid of anything uh, to retrieve said ginger teenager's arrow that he was trying to shoot the deer with. Mm-hmm. There's a weird wolf. <laughs> the wolf <laughs> gets me every time. He's so, he's just hungry. Cat could not get <laughs> over this wolf. He was so bedraggled. And I was not having him. Scrawny ass little baby. Um, I don't like that wolf. I don't like him. I'm really sad for him. He's, like, emaciated. He needs to eat. Let him eat wart. He's trying to eat an 11-year-old. He's not a very good scavenger. Well, clearly he's emaciated. (laughs) So, anyway, wart, our Mm 11-year-old, falls into a hole, and that hole happens to be Merlin's (laughs) roof. Merlin was having a a future premonition. Correct. But it was kind of in real time. Uh, we find out that Wart's real name is Arthur. Thank God. We're calling him Arthur from here on out. And I don't want to hear the name Wart ever again. Oh, I'm definitely going to call him Wart because that's what they call him no, in the whole movie. I refuse. I will leave this podcast. Uh, Merlin introduces himself as a soothsayer and prognosticator. Oh, I'm glad you got that because I sure didn't. And I don't know what either of those things mean. I've heard soothsayer before. No, I don't want to know what they mean. I just wanted you to know what he was. And that he can see into the future. So good for him. And 
you know, Arthur's just in a weird hut with an old man, and he's like, you want some tea? And, the, and you know, Arthur's like, yeah, I love tea. Tea's good. And a possessed sugar bowl <laughs> serves the sugar, and a possessed teapot serves the tea. But the sugar bowl... <laughs> Is the only part of this movie that matters. It's so sassy. My favorite part of this whole movie. I love him. And also he starts putting sugar into Merlin's bowl. But Merlin doesn't say the magic word, which is when, when he's ready for him to stop. The sugar bowl fills Merlin's cup way, way over. And that's how Kat likes her coffee. Literally, um, yeah. <laughs> literally ask anyone who's ever watched me make my coffee. Um, the amount of sugar that that sugar bowl puts in that cup is probably about half of what I use. It's about so, accurate. Yeah. yeah. Also, that cup of tea. Is that really how they have tea over in England? Because I would need 48 of those. I guess that's the most American thing I've ever said. But In, like, teacups? Do you know that people are offended by the size of our drinks? My friend, uh, who lives in Australia, talks about it all the time. She's like, the size of beverages they give you at restaurants is insanely outrageous. Wait, really? Yeah, like, like an alehouse. You know how they give you just that yes. giant cup of water? That's absurd to my friend who lives overseas. Why? I don't know. They just have to refill it less. I don't know. <laughs> you should see Melissa when she goes out to I restaurants. The amount of water this woman can drink is nuts. Oh, especially <laughs> those alehouse ones, those big old ones. Give me give me four of those. Anyway. So yeah, cat is um that sugar bowl yeah. for sure. My spirit is sassy and movie. full of sugar. And Merlin is explaining that Arthur needs an education. Why? I don't know. What does Merlin have to do with this? He's trying to get work ready for the future. But then isn't he meddling with time? But he knows it's going to happen regardless. He's just trying to better prepare him for it. That's none of his business. It is, though. Read your books and do your science experiments and talk to your owl and mind your own business. So I guess Arthur is like, yeah, pack your stuff and come live at my castle. Yeah. What is this movie so far? This is not adding up for me. It's a little weird. It's chaotic. So the whole packing song happens. <laughs> it's like a ghetto bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, I'd say. Just made up words that don't make any sense, but it's not as good as bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. It didn't like slap quite as hard, you know? I also wish when I traveled that I could just pack like that. Oh, the way that he packs is lovely. Just shrink everything and put it in one bag. Honestly, though, Merlin really stresses me out. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. That was it. Oh like, my God, that was it. Anything I felt like I needed to call you more on. Uh, so they start walking, I guess, back to the castle that Wart lives in. And that little wolf Arthur. starts, the wolf starts falling. <laughs> I knew you were say He's something about it. just a malnourished little puppy. He needs to eat. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something about that stupid wolf. <laughs> he shows up like six more times, so... <laughs> I think that was the last time I mentioned him. But Merlin is booking it up a mountainside, and Arthur's having a really hard time keeping up. And then Merlin says, uh, which way is your castle anyway? And Arthur's like, uh, the other way. So they weren't even going the right way. So we arrive at quote unquote Arthur's castle. Yeah, it's like a rundown castle like in the middle of nowhere England. I guess because they don't have a king everything is in shambles including the economy or but also who is this family of one man his son his adopted son and the weird kitchen lady who just have a castle he, like who are they to England to have a castle? He probably is a landowner uh, he probably bought the land and used to have farms and stuff but now he can't afford it and all of his Peasants died. His serfs? Yeah, does he have a title? That's what I'm saying. Does he have a title? Like Probably. They don't mention Like a it. really lame title, though. Just like land, landlord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both went to completely different directions. I think he's just probably a wealthy landowner. Or was. But, but like, now you, he's not because... You just own a castle? Yeah. All right. You just build a castle. Anyway. So we meet... Uh, Wart's adopted dad, who keeps calling Merlin Marvin, 
The father, who's also a ginger, wasn't he? Yeah. He... He doesn't believe that Merlin is what he says he is, which is a wizard. He doesn't believe that Merlin is a wizard, and he also makes Arthur go help in the kitchen. Yeah, what is it? What does he call it? Demerits. You got three demerits. Which is an hour of work? Yeah, so... We decided? Yeah, so one demerit is one hour of work. That's outrageous for an 11-year-old. Also, does his actual son not get demerits? Like, they just adopted this small boy and said, Slave man, you are going to do our shit for us. That sounds like the 5th century to me. Cool. Yeah? I mean... Solid? I mean, not in, like, a good way. Just, like, I... It is what it is, I guess. (laughs) He's lucky to not be sleeping in the woods. He would be eaten by that wolf by now. That wolf would be... Have a full tummy. If it wasn't for the ginger dad. Dad isn't having Merlin's crap and Merlin makes a wizard blizzard. It's <laughs> literally what I wrote to him, wizard blizzard. <laughs> uh, he makes snow and dad is suddenly convinced that Merlin is a real wizard. So he tells him that he can live in their rickety old tower, which is great. Yeah. I'm mean, bored. So Merlin can educate Arthur, this movie doesn't make sense. It doesn't. I don't... Yeah, he kind of bullies the dad into letting him live there. Why is dad okay with it? I'm sh- he's not, really. I mean, he's he has not. to get bullied. He's like, you're taking my slave away to educate him. But then he's also kind of okay with it. I don't know. I don't Somebody know. explain this movie to me. This is my favorite part. Sir Pelinor. <laughs> Bro, I wrote Sir Pelinor with the killer mustache. Bro, Sir Pelinor is the bad part of this movie. He comes running in. He is a king. <laughs> yeah, he's his, not a king. He's a sir. He's we, a sir. He comes with the news that on New Year's Eve that year, there will be a tournament, and the winner of said tournament will be King of England. Yeah, man. Which is what they should have freaking done to begin with. I don't know what this sword and the stone bullshit is, but... The sword and the anvil. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is like... the name of this episode. <laughs> how normally it would have been done. I, I don't know why we waited this long, you know? No idea. So the teenager who we find out's name is Kay. Kay! Like which, K-A-Y. Which horrible name, again. Who is naming these people? The only person with a good name is Pelinor. With Everyone his, else is canceled. With his killer mustache. We love Pelinor. Oh, man. Pelinor stands. <laughs> and Kay has decided he will be their champion and starts training to join this tournament on New Year's Eve. Yeah, and Wart is going to be his squire. Uh, the dad, his name is Ector. Oh, like, is that where you Hector it? without an H. Ector. I think it's great. Like ectoplasm. I bet that's what it's short for. (laughs) I hope it is. So, this is the scene I was waiting for this whole movie, and I kept asking Kat... When it was. When it was. And she kept telling me it was coming. The fish scene. Oh, my God. Why is this the only part of this movie I remember from childhood? Honestly, this and Madame Mim are the only things I remember, too. And it was was not good. It was offensive. (laughs) This whole movie doesn't make any sense. It honestly doesn't. Like, what lesson is he teaching him by making them become fish? The lessons in this movie are, I literally got a better education in Florida, and that's saying a lot. Yikes, yeah. So, Merlin turns Wart, or Arthur, into a fish. Why does fish Wart have hair? Is my first (laughs) question. Merlin turns himself into a fish as well, and gets... In a pond with fish wart. Yeah, I think it's the moat around the castle. And they have, like, this frog that keeps fucking with them, too. Yeah, the frog is really annoying. When I became human again, I would have caught that frog and eaten frog legs for dinner. And that's coming from a freaking vegetarian. So (laughs) that frog had to go. (laughs) Fuck that frog. So they're in the pond, and Wart doesn't know how to swim. He doesn't have the fish instinct to know how to swim. And then minutes later he tries to eat a bug yeah and merlin's like oh it's your instinct so you had the instinct to eat a bug but not to swim like a fish make it make sense make it make sense (sighs) stressy okay so now they almost get eaten yeah by a weird fish a barracuda i think it is a barracuda i'm not gonna pretend i know what fish are it's a medieval barracuda we're gonna go with medieval barracuda 
Merlin can't remember the spell to turn them back into humans. Yeah, he's kind of like, hey, this is part of your lesson. Good luck trying to get away from this barracuda while I try and figure out how we get back into being humans. Yeah, and then Archimedes luckily saves Fishwort because Fishwort just jumps out of the water. <laughs> he's had enough. <laughs> he convinced, he eats himself? Yeah, he like commits fish suicide. <laughs> going to yeet myself out of this pond away from this barracuda. I mean, that's fair. And then Archimedes remembers the spell and tells Merlin and Merlin remembers the spell and turns him back into humans just in time for Ector. His name is just stupid. <laughs> just in time for Ector to call Wart back to the castle where Kay, our ginger teenage king, is uh, like breaking a horse's back because he's way too big to be riding a horse. It's way too so, Ector gives him six demerits, which is six hours of work. Yeah. He's a baby boy, and he just got turned into a fish today. Also, how is he supposed to be a squire if he's cleaning the kitchen for six hours? Like, when is he supposed to be a squire in that Hector's day? Hector's not smart. Wait, that is very painful. Neither is Kay. T. So, Merlin says, F this, I'm magic, and makes the dishes clean themselves? Yeah. Essentially. And then they go off, and now they become squirrels. This part stressed me out so bad, it wasn't even funny. I'm not sure what this movie is about. Yeah, what <laughs> what is he being taught? To be a fish and a squirrel. For what? I don't know. I don't know either. Babe, I don't know what was happening in this whole movie. Why are they becoming animals? How is this preparing him to become a king? I don't know. And then... This part of the movie is so weird. There is a girl squirrel, and she is sexually harassing she literally, she literally pushes him over at one point and, like, is, like, fluffing her tail at him and, like, literally rubbing herself all over him. It's, it's kind of aggressive and very concerning. She kisses him on the mouth at one point. Yes, yeah, she does. How many girls do you think Wart knows? Zero. Do you think that was his first kiss? A hundred. Melissa, the only women we see in this whole movie is Madame Mim and then that frickin' dish lady. You think he kisses the dish lady? <laughs> it gets worse. Okay, yes, it, does. it gets worse. Mm-hmm. So then, first of all, 20 minutes of this movie is this squirrel scene. I literally wrote this half this movie is horny squirrels. They were squirrels for four hours. What the heck is this movie? I don't know. Why is there so many horny squirrels? And then Merlin <laughs> gets himself a lady squirrel. Is she thick? She busty. Oh, she a big squirrel. She thick with four C's. But she is. She knows what she wants. She gets in there, man. And she wants Merlin. Oh, she does. And uh, this is my favorite part. <laughs> she mercilessly tickles... Uh, Merlin as a squirrel, the thick squirrel, and it just, I was so uncomfortable. She literally, like, makes out with him, too. I've never been that, I've watched porn, and I was uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh, no, yeah, it was not a good time. It was very unsavory. Also, I want to talk about how Merlin literally tells Wart while he's being accosted by this female squirrel, like, it's okay, it's fine, and then as soon as it happens to him, he's like, oh, no, this is not okay. No, 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 if it was okay when it was happening to him, it's okay when it's happening to you. There's no double standards here, my dude. I you don't, don't want to get tickled? I don't understand this movie. I don't know what's happening. I would, what What did you present to the people? Was there a, a reading of the script? Oh, how did movies work back then? I don't know. However, I lied earlier. Um, my mangy wolf friend is back. <laughs> and he tries to I eat them. Beer. He tries to eat them. But small girl squirrel saves Wart from malnourished Mr. Wolf. He's a, this is a very important plot point. I don't know why you're shaking your head at me. <laughs> this is a and very then, important <laughs> plot point. He gets saved by Girl Squirrel, and then they get turned back into humans, and she cries herself to sleep. I mean, she really came on to him, so she needs to check herself. I'm sorry. No, I. that was a lot happening there. Okay, so they are done being... Flippin' squirrels. Thank God. They return to Fort Bullshit, <laughs> where Hector and Kay give Wart demerits all day long. <laughs> and the kitchen maid runs out because the kitchen is bewitched. Oh, no. And Hector decides that fighting the plates and hitting them is what's going to stop it. 
break all your plates. It's yeah. a recession. Break all your plates. And you know we don't have a wizard living with us right now. That would make this make sense. But instead, we're going to fight the plates. Mm, I think that was the right call. I, I think so. I think, he did, <laughs> I think he did good. So Merlin disappears because people are yelling at him. And um, bitch same. Can I, can I do that? Can I just disappear if people are yelling at me because I don't want to hear it? Do say. He just said whoop and just disappeared. Gone. And uh, then he comes back after Hector and Kay leave. It's really sad, though, because Hector tells Wart that he can't squire for Kay. So that means he doesn't get to go to the big city and see the big tourney. Which I'm pretty sure is London, right? Is that when they talk about London? Maybe. I think it's in I London. I didn't just hallucinate London, right? No. Okay, cool. I'm pretty sure London is very specific. Oh, yeah, I put it in place. London. <laughs> see? We got there. Merlin is like, that's fine because I'm giving you an education. It's all fine. Mm-hmm. And Arthur goes up to Merlin's tower and Merlin, I guess, is just bored. I don't know. And he's like, Archimedes, why don't you take over? <laughs> well, because so Merlin is teaching Wart about the world and how it's round and he's blowing Wart's mind. And then he's like kind of saying a bunch of stuff that's like from the future that wouldn't make any sense to Wart. Mm-hmm. So then Archimedes is like, why don't you teach him in a way that makes sense? So Merlin's like, you fucking do it then. And so he does. <laughs> so Archimedes starts teaching Wart how to write. He teaches him the alphabet. Which is a solid foundation for an education. Absolutely. He does so, pretty good, too. I'm really proud of Archimedes. Archimedes the bitch bird. He killed it. And then, you know what? That wasn't enough learning for the day. Being a fish and a squirrel. And this is all, like, one day, right? Or no? I think so. I couldn't really tell. I didn't know what was going on. I don't know. But why not become birds? Oh, God. Why not? No. You know, Archimedes taught him the alphabet. So they should become birds now. That seems it. like the next lesson. Hey, Kat. Hey, what? You know what that reminds me of? What? Our sponsor. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mel, do you like cute earrings? You know I do. What about bucket hats? Absolutely. What about macrame and cute wall hangings? Those are my favorite things. You would absolutely love this really cute shop that I adore called Shop Sunshine Seekers. They make the most adorable handmade pom-pom earrings, Mickey bucket hats, and home decor. That sounds so fun. And I have a code for free shipping for our listeners. Kat. Tell me that code. The code is going to be tragical. You can use it when you shop at shopsunshineseekers.com for free shipping on your order. And everyone should definitely give them a follow at shopsunshineseekers on Instagram. That code for free shipping is tragical. T-R-A-G-I-C-A-L. Linked in the comments below. Whoop, whoop. I wish I could have fast forwarded through this whole part. The part where the movie started and the part where the movie ended. <laughs> yeah, just fast forward through the whole thing. Just, it's always birds. There always has to be birds. I think, you know, I think Pirates was the one movie we watched that didn't have birds so far. Jack Sparrow. He's not a bird. Mike Drop. <laughs> Fuck. Well. Um, Cotton's Parrot. Oh, shit. All Good right. Good night. Yep. So they become birds. And... and- Go ahead. Wart still has hair again. Again, why does a bird need hair? He's a special bird. God, he's really ugly as a bird. We're coming to a really good part, though. So This whole part is my worst nightmare. A hawk comes for Wart because he's a tiny bird, and Wart flies into a chimney in the woods. Yay! And my queen, (laughs) freaking... The marvelous Madame Mim lives there. Yes. I stand Madame Mim. Her confidence level is a thousand. I wish I had that confidence. And she is a toe. I'm obsessed with <laughs> her. I am obsessed with her. I really do love her. She decides to... I think I was so just in awe of Madame Mim. I didn't write any notes, actually. Um. So, so do you want to go over her so, spiel? Yes. Okay, so... <laughs> She starts going off about Merlin because Wart mentions how he turned into a bird because Merlin's teaching him things. Uh And so Madame Mim goes off on this tangent about how she hates Merlin and he's a horrible wizard and like all this shit. And then she decides to turn into a cat and try and eat Wart. Um, So Merlin shows up to save Wart from Madame Mim the cat from eating. And... This whole thing. Well, no, she sings her whole song. You missed her whole song about how wonderful she is. Oh, yeah, that's fair. She sings an entire song about how great she is. And I love that for her. She turns into, like, sexy mim at one point. That's my favorite. 
She looks pretty good. That's my favorite thing in the whole world is sexy Mim with the sexy Disney babes. With Gothel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she She's looks going good. with Esmeralda and Gothel. And there was one more. We had another one. Someone else with great hair, I feel like. I think it was someone with great hair. Who was it? Anyway, she's getting added to the list of sexy Disney bitches. You should actually make that a list. We should. Yeah. When Merlin comes to save Bird Wart. Yeah, who, who is still a bird. <laughs> yeah. They have a wizard duel. And Mim cheats. Of course she does. She's she like has very specific rules, and she very specifically breaks them. Yeah, but I think my favorite part is first of all, she kind of is a better wizard. No, one hundred and ten percent. She's what's up. And I, then I think the thing is, is that Merlin is better in the fact that he's good and he uses his magic for good, whereas Mim like she just uses it for what she uses it for. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't care if it's good or evil or like whatever like it may be perceived as. Like she uses magic to use magic. I feel like that's the kind of wizard I would be. Just fuck it. Yeah, I mean you're a wizard. Who's gonna fuck with you, Merlin? No, he won't because he's good. So be Mim. Be Mim in this situation. But I love it. At one point, he literally turns into a walrus and, like, crushes her. It's and so I think good. that was my favorite part of this movie. I wrote down all the things that she turned into. Go. She turns into an alligator, a fox, a hen, an elephant, a tiger, a snake, a rhino, a dragon. And then Merlin turns into a disease and wins. Yeah. She gets the Rona. <laughs> no, she, she really does. She gets, like, nasty green warts. I'm not a fan. Yeah. She may be my favorite Disney character, like, ever. She's so scary. I love her so much. When she turns her face into the pig, she really creeps me that out. That was horrifying. Horrifying. Yeah, but he does add the ear whisper thing to her that gives her the disease. Oh, yeah. Which, remember, he did to Ector at the house. Mm -hmm. <gasps> Maybe he bewitched Ector. Maybe he did. He didn't I forgot do a very about job. that part. He didn't do a very good job of it. He does a whisper thing. Mm -hmm. Cutscene to Christmas and Kay... Our ginger teenage heartthrob is flipping jacked. Yeah. He got knighted, bro. And his voice went from AMK to AMK. I don't know. I guess maybe it's been six months or so. I just say. Yeah. I think that um, whoever's doing the knighting is just real. Also, who's knighting? They don't have a king. How? Who knighted him? I don't know. We don't care. So I just, I just said. You just have to accept no it. Yeah. He's a knight. Who knighted him? I need to know! Another... Uh, a knight! I don't know! That's king not how the, that works! The king of the knights! That's not how that... That's the king! They oh don't have one of gosh, those! Oh my gosh, I don't know. I'm just saying. So, Kay's squire gets... I don't know. If something happens Syphilis or something. What was popular back then? The plague? Uh, Kay's squire gets the plague. I don't know if that's medieval. I really... I, I think that was after. What did you get? Just like gout would kill you, I feel like. <laughs> Kay's squire gets gout. <laughs> is probably going to not make it. Uh, so they actually need Wart to be a squire. And he is pumped because now he gets to go to the big city London yeah. and party hard with everybody. How many animals do you think he's become at this point? Oh, by, oh, by Christmas? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's been every animal. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for right. sure. Perfect. He's been sexually harassed by every animal in the forest. I, it really just hit me that it's been months, and I'm like, okay, if he became three animals in one day. Oh, he's been everything. What has happened since? So he goes up to tell Merlin that he is going to be squire, and Merlin gets really upset. Let him go be a freaking squire for two days. Right. Why are you being weird about it? I don't know. So he decides to go to, is it Bermuda? Yeah. It's All right. Bermuda. He packs his crap and he goes to, he shoots off to Bermuda. That, then that's that. Yeah. I wish I could do that. Did I miss anything? No, that was it. This movie doesn't make sense. No. Also, okay. So this was when I was like, uh, did Bermuda exist at this time? And then that's when we realized that he is a time traveler. But because Bermuda has always existed. Like it existed, but it wasn't Bermuda. Like it wasn't called Bermuda in the medieval times. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't say like, I'm going to visit Bermuda because they didn't know about didn't Bermuda. Visit. London was vacation. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure people lived there. Right. Okay. What I'm saying is, in London, I wouldn't say, I'm going to Bermuda. They didn't even know it existed. No, right. Like, England was England. Yeah. Right. So, that's what I'm saying. This is when I really realized that Merlin is a time traveler, because how would he know what... I don't know if he's a time traveler. He can see into the future. I think he just went to Bermuda. Okay, that's fair. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. That would suck, being able to see into the future and then living in shitsville. Well, his outfit isn't from that time when he comes back. Maybe that's what they wore in Bermuda. You don't know what Bermuda was doing in the 5th century? Button up and chinos. Maybe. And flip-flops. Kay and Hector and Arthur. Or Wart. Whatever Wart. you want to call him. They go to London. Kay is about to enter a sword fight when Wart realizes he left his sword at the... Inn? Motel? Inn. The inn. Broski had one job. The Motel 6. Literally, sole job. His whole job is to legitimately carry Kay's sword. Yeah. And he didn't. He didn't do that. No. But it's good because he runs back to the inn and the inn is closed. Because everyone's at the tournament. Because everyone's at the tournament. Even the innkeeper, he said, we closed. You can't come back. There's no reason you should be coming back into my inn right now. But, oh my gosh, it's so lucky that on the way, uh, Wart Arthur sees a sword in an anvil. Yeah. So he just runs over and pulls it out. And Archimedes is like, bro, don't touch it. Yeah, I guess Archimedes thinks it's a bad... Why did Archimedes stay with him? Because... Merlin said, fuck you guys, and left. That's really He left, left his there, yeah. That's disrespectful. Yeah, a little bit. Arthur brings the sword to Kay, and all the men start gawking at the sword, and they're like, that's the sword in the stone. Go, bitch. And he's like, IDK, I just pulled it out. And they were like, you're a liar. So all the men, which there's no women in the scene. It's just men. All the men drag him back to the anvil, and... They put it back in the anvil and they're like, do it again. And then Kay is like, I'll pull it out. And then he tries and it doesn't come out because Kay isn't the rightful king, obviously. Not the chosen one. And then Ward just walks over and yanks it right out. And he's like, no, I just did this. And everyone's like, you're the king. Yeah. And then that's literally the end of the movie. Also, I just, I think it's funny that they decided to finally throw this tournament after however many years of war and just death, and in that same year that they finally decide to do this, some random fucking kid pulls this sword out of, like, Yeah. <laughs> what? And this movie is, I don't, what? And then Arthur is king now, and he doesn't want to be king, because he's freaking 11. Like, he's 11 years old. Like, he doesn't want to be the king. So Merlin comes back in a tizzy from Bermuda in a fit, and then says, you're a king. I'll be your advisor. And that was it. That's literally the end of the movie. That's literally the end of the movie. Um, I don't even... I, so I genuinely hard. don't know where I'm going to put this. Um, okay, so I'm going to give this one a 7 out of 10. I mean, the sugar bowl in, is really the only part that I care about. I'm Madame Mim. Honestly, if it weren't for those two, I would probably not enjoy this movie. There's a lot of birds. A lot of birds. Not a fan of that. Uh, so I think I'm going to put it at number 13, under Cinderella and above Tinkerbell. Yeah, this is definitely yeah. better than flipping Tinkerbell. <laughs> <laughs> Anything is better than Tinkerbell. <laughs> I love Madame Mim so much. Honestly, what a babe. I can't get over how much I love her. I want to give it a 10 just for Mim, but I know that I can't. <laughs> but the rest of the movie is, because the rest of it is just not 10. If I could just play the the 10 minutes that Mim is in it, this would be the best movie ever. Fair. No, that's totally fair. I am giving it a 7 out of 10 as well. I'm putting it above Lady and the Tramp, solely for Mim, and below Alice in Wonderland. So I love it's that. my new number 10. That I love is. her so much. She's so beautiful. Alright, what's our movie for next week? Okay, so my first hint, um, this movie has a lot of main characters that are very well known. Aladdin. No. Um, it's kind of like half real people, like half not. There's a lot of singing. Yeah, and then some aren't even Mary like. Poppins. No. No, that is a good one though. I don't. It's not animated. Like the other half isn't animated. They have an attraction at the parks. Half real people? And then half not. Half real people. There's one not. character that is like the most famous one, but like all, there's like literally a ton of them and they're all pretty famous. There's like one word I want to say, but if I say it, it's just going to give it away. So I can't say I think it. The real people are real. Half not is. What's throwing you off? 
half real. They sing it's, a lot. It's a musical. Ka- ka- yeah, kind of. And it's very popular. Yeah, very. For like years. Like, but like years. This is just a newer movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> they have an attraction at Hollywood Studios. They? All of them? Yes. There's nothing at Hollywood Studios. Right. So think about what's at Hollywood Studios. That is a collective they. Like Toy Story, but it's no. obviously not Toy Story. Mm-hmm. They have multiple movies, multiple shows. I have no idea. Just tell me. The Muppets. What do you mean? Oh, I was thinking like, I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking animals. Like, I guess they are animals, like, but they're puppets. I said like some of them are animals. Some of them are like, well, I said some of them aren't human. We're watching like, The Muppets, the newer one? Yeah, like the 2011 one. I, I didn't want to say The one with puppets. Amy Adams, though? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate Amy Adams. I don't know okay. why you hate her. Okay. Let me rephrase. <laughs> I do not like Amy Adams because her eyes are always watery. That is the dumbest reason to not like someone. I'm allowed to like not like people for <laughs> any reason I want. I love Amy Adams. I love Jason Segel though. It's it's a good movie. I think that's that a tree I'd so like to funny. climb. If you know what I'm saying? Oh yes. Amy. I'm I love Amy Adams. She's one of my favorite actresses. All right. That was a really hard one for you to get. I didn't I think was it was like, going to be that hard. What are you talking about? <laughs> half of them are It's not even half all of them are muppets except for two people in the movie. Kind of. Like maybe But it's in like the real world. Like I was trying to say it's not like animated. So, leave us a review, please. 5 stars. That helps us a lot. We love you. You're beautiful. Wear a mask. Oh, we're over that. If you're not wearing a fucking mask, you're an idiot. I think we're I think we're done. Stay golden pony Oh no. We need an outro. I know. Someone we need help something us. cute. Yeah. You know, like someday when I'm not really tired all the time and wanting to cry, I'll write us an outro. Cool. Until then. Bye. <laughs> That can't be it either. <laughs> no, I hope I hope that is it. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. These opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The cover art for Tragical Podcast was created by Johnny the Alchemist on Instagram. Give him a like and a follow to see more of his insanely good artwork and to contact him for any of your artwork needs. The Tragical Podcast intro music was produced by Ja Reezy. Contact information can be found on his Instagram at Ja Reezy. J-A-H-R-E-E-Z-Y. 